Well, good morning, everybody. This is Tobias Rex, and this is the Sharks, Dinosaurs, and Mythical Creatures podcast coming at you right now. Uh, this is going to be a special episode because it's my first remake. Now, the reason why this is happening is because due to new discoveries in paleontology being made almost every day, most of my episodes are outdated, so I decided to start remaking some of them. And this one is going to be on the T-Rex of the Deep, Mosasaurus, or Mosa for short. So here we go. Mosasaurus, meaning lizard of the Mose River, referencing where it was found, is the type genus or defining example of the Mosasaurs, an extinct group of aquatic squamate reptiles. It lived from about 82 to 66 million years ago during the late Cretaceous. The very first Mosasaurus fossil ever known to science was discovered in 1764 in a chalk quarry near Maastricht in the Netherlands in the form of a skull, which was initially identified as a whale. And this caught the attention of the physician Johann Leonard Hoffman, who thought it was a crocodile. He contacted the prominent biologist Petrus Camper, and the skull gained international attention after Camper published a study identifying it as a whale. Afterwards, the specimen was given the name Mosasaurus Hoffmani, or Hoffman's Mosasaur. This is one of the largest marine reptiles known, though knowledge of its skeleton remains incomplete, because it's mainly known from skulls. Overall, mosasaurs range from cute little lizards 8 feet long to their leviathan cousins up to 60 feet long, and they can weigh over 15 tons, that's twice as heavy as a tyrannosaurus. At first glance, a mosasaur may look like a swimming dinosaur, and a lot of people call them that, but I'm just going to clear this out right now. Mosasaurs were actually fully aquatic, sea-going, air-breathing lizards. They had both a lizard's forked tongue and a lizard's colorful skin, and since they were also related to snakes, they were able to shed their skin when needed. How that would work is in the moment, a mosasaur would find a rock in a coral reef that is bare and flat, swim up towards it and lay on it, and while it sits with its mouth open, fish, shrimp, and other tiny creatures would pick the scales off of its body to help it shed, similar to those spas that have the fish, the ones that eat the dead skin off your feet. So, apparently spas were a thing back then, but as far as I know, only mosasaurs attended them. And an easy way to look at a mosasaur would be to imagine a Komodo dragon, scaled up to 50 feet long, the size of a humpback whale, give it rough, scaly skin, replace the four legs with fins, and give it a tail similar in appearance to that of a shark or sturgeon, but upside down, so the lower lobe is actually the longer one. So a 50-foot swimming Komodo dragon with flippers and an inverted shark's tail? That's basically a mosasaur. Scientists during the early and mid-1800s initially imagined mosasaurus as an amphibious marine reptile with webbed feet and limbs for walking. This was based on fossils like the Mosasaurus missouriensis holotype, which indicated an elastic vertebral column that Goldfuss, in 1845, saw as evidence of an ability to walk and interpretations of some limbs as claws. But in 1854, Hermann Schlegel proved how Mosasaurus actually had fully aquatic flippers. He clarified that earlier interpretations of claws were wrong and demonstrated how they show no indication of muscle or tendon attachment, so walking wouldn't have been possible. They are also very broad, flat, and form a paddle-like shape. Schlegel's hypothesis was largely ignored by contemporary scientists, but it became widely accepted by the 1870s when Othniel Charles Marsh 
uncovered more complete Mosasaur remains in North America. One of the earliest depictions of Mosasaurus in paleo art is a life-size concrete sculpture created by Benjamin Waterhouse Hawkins between 1852 and 1854 as part of a collection of prehistoric animal sculptures on display at the Crystal Palace Park in London. The restoration was primarily informed by Richard Owen's interpretation of the Mosasaurus Hoffmani holotype in the Anatomy of Monitor Lizards, so Hawkins depicted the animal as, as essentially a water-going monitor lizard. It was given a boxy head, nostrils at the side of the skull, large volumes of soft tissue around the eyes, lips and scales reminiscent of modern lizards like the Komodo dragon, and a flipper. The model was deliberately sculpted incomplete, but this was done intentionally to save time and money. Many elements of the sculpture can be considered wrong, even for the time, because it did not take into account Goldfuss's 1845 study of Mosasaurus, which instead called for a narrower skull, nostrils at the top of the skull, and amphibious terrestrial limbs, the latter being incorrect in modern standards. In 1995, Lingham Solier studied the head musculature of Hoffman's Mosasaur. Because soft tissue-like muscles do not easily fossilize, reconstruction of the musculature was largely based on the structure of the skull, as well as muscle scarring and musculature and extent modern lizards. In modern lizards, the mechanical build of the skull is characterized by a four-pivot geometric structure in the cranium that allows flexible movement of the jaws, possibly to allow the animals to better position them and prevent prey from escaping when hunting. In contrast, the frontal and parietal bones, which in modern lizards connect to form a flexible pivot point, overlap in the skull of Hoffman's Mosasaur. This creates a rigid three-pivot geometric cranial structure. These cranial structures are united by strong interlocking sutures formed to resist compression and shear forces caused by a downward thrust of the lower jaw muscles or an upward thrust of prey. This rigid but highly shock-absorbent structure of the cranium likely gave Mosasaurus a powerful bite force. Like all Mosasaurs, the lower jaws of Mosasaurus could swing forward and backward. In many Mosasaur species, such as Prognathodon, this function primarily is served to allow ratchet feeding, in which the pterygoid, the muscle in the palate, and jaws would essentially walk captured prey into the mouth like a conveyor belt. But especially compared to those in Mosasaurus lemoniary, the pterygoid teeth in Mosasaurus hoffmani are relatively small, and this indicates that ratchet feeding was relatively unimportant. Rather, Hoffman's Mosasaur likely employed inertial feeding, in which the animal thrusts its head and neck backward to release a held prey item, and then immediately thrusts them forward again to close the jaws around it. The magnus adductor muscles, which attach to the lower jaws to the cranium and have a major role in biting function, are massive, indicating Hoffman's Mosasaur was capable of enormous bite forces. The long, narrow, and heavy nature of the lower jaws and attachment of tendons would have allowed quick opening and closing of the mouth with little energy input underwater. The skull of Mosasaurus is conical and tapers off to a short snout which extends a little bit beyond the frontmost teeth. Like all Mosasaurs, Mosasaurus had four types of teeth classified based on the jawbones they were located on. On the upper jaw, there were three types, the premaxillary, maxillary, and pterygoid teeth. But on the lower jaw, there was only one type, the dentary teeth. 
Mosasaurus is also known to have had a second set of teeth in the upper jaw to prevent prey from escaping once inside the mouth. Mosasaurus swam using its tail. The swimming style was likely similar to modern fish, such as mackerels and sharks. Its elongated paddle-like limbs functioned as hydrofoils to maneuver the animal. The paddle's steering function was enabled by large muscle attachments from the outward-facing side of the humerus to the radius and ulna, and modified joints allowed an enhanced ability of rotating the flippers. The powerful forces resulting from utilization of the paddles may have sometimes resulted in bone damage. And even though Mosasaurus was literally a humongous lizard, it could definitely move quickly out of nowhere. This is a process called a sea start. In the modern age, fish, sharks, and many other animals contort their bodies into a sea-like shape, and then when the moment comes, they spring into a tremendous burst of speed. And this is very similar to when you're in a pool, and you need to press your feet against the inner wall, bend your knees, and then push yourself away from the wall with your toes. That's a sea start. Mosasaurus would have done a similar thing, and reached a top speed of 30 miles an hour. When attacking, a Mosasaurus can hit you with a force similar to that of a semi-truck hitting you at full speed. Just the impact alone would kill you. The tissue structure of Mosasaurus' bones suggests that it had a high metabolic rate, much higher than modern squamates, and its resting metabolic rate was between that of the leatherback sea turtle and those of ichthyosaurs and plesiosaurs. Mosasaurus was likely endothermic, and maintained a constant body temperature independent of the external environment around it. Although there is no direct evidence specific to the genus, studies on the biochemistry of related mosasaurs suggest that endothermy was likely something all mosasaurs had. This adaptation would have given several advantages to mosasaurus, including an increase in stamina when foraging across larger areas and pursuing prey. It may have also been a factor that allowed Mosasaurus to thrive in the colder climates of regions like Antarctica. Paleontologists generally agree that Mosasaurus was likely an active predator of a variety of marine animals. Mosasaurus will attack, kill, and eat virtually anything that moves. Fish, sharks, turtles, giant squid, even other Mosasaurs. Mosasaurus had a rather savage feeding behavior as demonstrated by large tooth marks on the scutes of a giant sea turtle. The Mosasaurus likely hunted near the ocean's surface as an ambush predator, using its large two-dimensionally adapted eyes to more effectively spot and capture prey. Chemical and structural data in the fossils of related Mosasaur specimens suggest that they may have also hunted in deeper waters. Currently, there is only one known example of a Mosasaurus that has preserved stomach contents, that being a well-preserved partial skeleton of a small Mosasaurus missouriensis dated about 75 million years old with dismembered and punctured remains of a three-foot-long fish in its gut. This fish was much longer than the length of the Mosasaurus skull, which measured 66 centimeters, 26 inches in length, confirming that Mosasaurs likely consumed prey larger than their own heads by dismembering and consuming bits at a time. There is also fossil evidence that Mosasaurus engaged in aggressive and lethal combat with others of its kind. One partial skeleton of a Mosa bears multiple cuts, breaks, and punctures on various bones, particularly in the rear portions of the skull and neck, and a tooth from another Mosasaur piercing through a bone. 
No injuries on the fossils show signs of healing, suggesting that the Mosasaur was likely killed by its attacker by a fatal blow to the head. Likewise, there's another Mosasaur skeleton that has a tooth from yet another of the same species embedded in the lower jaw under the eye. But in this case, there were signs of healing around the wound, implying survival of the incident. Modern crocodiles commonly attack each other by grappling an opponent's head using their jaws, and Lingham Solier hypothesized that Mosasaurus would have done similar things. Many of the fossils with injuries possibly attributable to intraspecific combat were of juvenile or subadult Mosasaurs, and this leads to the possibility that attacks on smaller, weaker individuals may have been more common. So, in short, Mosasaurs have been found with the broken teeth of enemies embedded in their skulls. So ye pirates or sailors out there listening to this, if you ever want to talk about sea serpents, Mosasaurs are the real deal. Now, the popular culture references of it. There aren't very many movies or documentaries or games for that matter to feature Mosasaurus, but there are some, and I have seen most of them. For example, in the 2018 movie Aquaman, some of the characters that live underwater use mosasaurs as their mounts. The BBC's Walking with Dinosaurs trilogy Sea Monsters doesn't feature Mosasaurus itself, but it features a relative of it, Tylosaurus. But that name is never spoken, they just call it a giant mosasaur. And in the game Hungry Shark Evolution, there is an unlockable mosasaurus named Mr. Snappy. Mosasaurus also makes an appearance in Ark, where it can be tamed and ridden. And once again, once again, I'm an Ark player myself, and I've had numerous encounters with this seagoing lizard, and it's terrifying. Like the majority of Ark's creatures, Ark's Mosasaurus is scaled up to be much larger than its real-world counterpart, measuring about 40 meters in length. It's over 100 feet. But those who were lucky enough to tame Ark's Mosasaurus have run themselves a great water mount. Here are the roles that it has. The Warship. Ark's Mosasaurus has high health and damage, and this makes it useful in battle. The platform saddle also allows for cannons and siege weapons, enabling naval warfare. So you want to level up the health and damage for that one. The Aquatic Tank. Having a base health equal to that of the Alpha Raptor, Ark's Mosasaurus can take massive damage, so you'd want to level up the health if you want to give it that roll. The Oil Rig. Due to the fact that Ark's Mosasaurus can carry a large amount of weight, you can use it to collect enormous amounts of oil and convert it to gasoline. While not exactly an ideal or recommended use, you could also use it for collecting crystal, and you want to level up the weight for that one. Biotoxin Gatherer Unlike most of Ark's aquatic creatures, tamed mosasaurs do not attract wild jellyfish. And additionally, due to how Ark's group aggro mechanics work, other jellyfish will not turn against your mosasaurus if they're killed in a single attack. This makes the mosasaurus an ideal creature for safely wiping out swarms of jellyfish and for gathering their biotoxin. But that's only as long as the damage your mosasaurus deals is high enough to kill them in one hit, and you'd want to left the melee damage for that one just to make sure. 
transport. The platform saddle that you can give your Mosasaurus provides adequate room for transporting goods, medium, medium to small sized dinosaurs, and players. Travel. A Mosasaurus's high base speed combined with its weight stats makes it ideal for traveling. And you can also give it a platform saddle to protect and transport other players. Mosasaurus in Ark also has better stamina consumption compared to other aquatic creatures with the same health and power. And the damage. Ark's Mosasaurus has extremely high damage, though it is let down by its poor mobility. Its turning radius and lack of ability to swim backwards makes it difficult to land consistent bites. Mosasaurus is also an upcoming creature for Path of Titans' Primordial Tyrants mod. And I'm going to tell you, that's going to be so much fun, stalking the waters of various maps as a giant marine lizard. I can't wait for that. Now here's the depiction that made Mosasaurus a celebrity in the prehistoric world. The one from the Jurassic World saga. This Mosasaurus, commonly referred to as Mosey by fans, has many genetic modifications that separate her from her real-world counterpart, such as dark greenish-blue skin, lacking a forked tongue, crocodilian armor, and most importantly, she's much larger. At 75 to 130 feet in length, she's the real mighty Leviathan. She's so big you might as well call her a kaiju. In LEGO Jurassic World, uh, once players have unlocked all of the skeleton minikit pieces, the Mosasaurus gets unlocked, and players can play as either the normal one, or they can customize their own. Scary and tough as she is, Jurassic World's Mosasaurus does have a soft side, but it was only shown at the end of Dominion, in a scene where she was dancing with a pot of whales. And when I saw that scene in the theater, that made me smile, because I've always imagined Mosasaurus and other marine reptiles as being very whale-like in terms of sound and behavior. So seeing the Mosasaurus coexist with the whales peacefully, that made me happy. Jurassic World's Mosasaurus has a very unique voice. When designing her, the producers decided that since they're making something with the size, behavior, and personality of a marine animal, then they should give it a voice to match. So this is a walrus, which was used to give her weight and show the audience just how big she is. And whenever she was off screen or dove or put her tail up out of the water, specifically in the opening scene of Fallen Kingdom, she emitted the call of a pilot whale. But in real life, Mosasaurus was basically a humongous water lizard, so if it was capable of producing any noise at all, it would be a hiss. And Jurassic World's Mosasaurus has been sighted in the real world. There is this dinosaur tracking website called DinoTracker.com, made by the DPW, which means Department of Prehistoric Wildlife. And there have been many dinosaur sightings, but we're looking at the ones of the Mosasaurus. The first one we're looking at is in Auckland, New Zealand. This one says, Evidence of cooperation between a known transient orca pod um, and a Mosasaurus to target great white sharks off the northern coast of New Zealand. And this one has a picture. Um, and the picture is taken from the air. The water looks kind of gray. It might have been dark. I don't know. 
But on the left, you can see five orcas, three of which are surfacing. And on the right, you can see the shadow of the massive Mosasaurus lurking underneath the water. The next one we're going to check out is in Hawaii. This one says, A tourist snorkeling in Hawaii was surprised by the appearance of what, of what DPW authorities have identified as a Mosasaur. And this one's actually a video. Um, in this video, a sea turtle is being filmed, and it's swimming near a coral reef cliff edge. And suddenly, to the left, off in the distance, the head of the massive Mosasaurus lurks in the gloom, startling the diver. So there's the turtle being filmed. And then you hear that roar, and then the Mosasaurus suddenly shows up. And there was another Mosasaurus sighting in Okinawa, Japan. This one says, Fishing vessels were encouraged to return to the harbor after this image was captured um, off the coast of Okinawa. And this picture is taken from a trawl cam. It's really dark on the left-hand side, but on the right side, it's kind of faded blue. And right in the center of the screen, you can see the front half of the Mosasaurus as it begins to dive. And here was one in San Francisco. Um, although this one wasn't an actual sighting, multiple anonymous sources claim the giant mosasaur was spotted off of Alcatraz Island, but some of the evidence is inconclusive, so it remains unconfirmed. And in this picture, the mosasaurus isn't visible, but it's taken from a dock, and then another one in Seattle. A whale-washing tour was cancelled after the mosasaurus was spotted near Seattle, Washington. And this one is a picture taken from a boat. It's, it's kind of a cloudy day. It's kind of filming uh, on the distance... And the clouds, and right at the surface of the water, you just see the massive Mosasaurus right next to the boat. But seeing as this footage was somehow safely recovered, I think it's best to assume that the Mosasaur didn't take the boat down. Because like I said, it coexisted with whales in Jurassic World Dominion, so it was probably doing its thing. In Jurassic World Evolution 2, the sequel to the first one, Mosasaurus finally appears as a creature that you can have in your park. And I've discovered that if you make a sandbox park which is one where you can just do whatever you want, and put the settings so the dinosaurs don't starve or fight, place multiple Mosasaurus in a very large lagoon, and put the game time to half speed, the Mosasaurus will show very whale-like behaviors, such as occasionally sticking their heads out of the water, tail up diving, tight slow turns, and spins. And if you want to get the full effect of that, play whale sounds while you're at it. Well, that's going to be it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to like and subscribe to my podcast. comes out every two weeks. This is Tobias Rex saying Godspeed, and two Mosasaurs are going to sign off. The real Mosasaurus and Jurassic World's Mosey herself. The honor is all yours, fellas. Let us have it.